VoiceAmerica.com. And welcome to Radio by George with your host, NFL superstar, Eddie George. For the next hour, Eddie and his guests will enlighten, empower, and entertain you. Now here's the man of the hour, Eddie George. Hey, hey, what's going on? Welcome to my world. Welcome to Radio by George. I'm your host, Eddie George, and today we have a very special guest coming up with some awesome topics that we're all familiar with. But before I get into that, I have a brief announcement to make. Uh, Today, we have the new EGX workout available for everybody to get, the much-anticipated one that's been uh, out for almost a year, supposed to be coming out this year, but we had a few delays here and there. You know how production can can go. So it's out now. You can go to egxlifestyle.com, go to the comment section, and leave a comment there. Somebody will get to you within 24 hours and send you your DVD, along with payment, obviously. So you can do that. And It's a 30-minute workout. It's going to be a great workout for you. If you're just getting started, it's something you can get started on doing. Basic calisthenics, jumping jacks, mountain climbers. You know, no, no heavy equipment is included in that. You can do a three three times a week for 30 minutes, and it's all geared toward living a healthier lifestyle. And, again, that's the egxlifestyle.com. Go to the comments section and basically order your DVD. And I'm going to talk a little bit about my weekend and what that was like this week. Oh, man, it was an amazing weekend. My wife decides she's going to eat something that she never ate before. I don't know what it was. I think it was salmon. But she doesn't like fish or seafood. And to make a long story short, she gets sick, and I'm stuck with the boys all weekend. I had to be mommy, I had to be daddy, I had to be the diaper changer, I had to cook the food this weekend, and man, it was it was a long weekend. So that's that was my life as a celebrity. But to say the least, we had a great Sunday. We had a uh, did the track the trailer race at the CMT Awards, and that was interesting because <laughs> I've never gotten on the tractor trailer in my entire life. I mean, I'm a black kid from the city. We don't know anything about tractor trailers, so we, to say the least, we lost. <laughs> I don't know who won, but we lost. And, uh, you know, it was an amazing event. It went toward a great foundation, and we had a good time doing it. But our, today our topic, um, as you all know, probably, if you've been watching the news, uh, Paris Hilton and the celebrities. Uh, Man, what what is going on in this world? And you know, my personal opinion, Paris, I think she's a nice girl, and I honestly felt sorry for her. But she's a spoiled rich brat who gets away with everything. How can you go to jail? You know, you get twenty three days, you get reduced to twenty three days, and all of a sudden now you're out in three days, and you're and you're bragging about it. You make the paparazzi cupcakes. I mean, come on, you know, show some humility. And and when I sat back and marinated on this and meditated on this topic, I said, you know what, I want to do this this week on my show. So if you have any comments or uh, if you want to just have your opinion, please call in to 866-472-5787. And here today to help me answer some of the questions that I have about celebrities, you know, when, when do celebrities have to be accountable for their actions? You know, when do they have to be accountable? And are there two sets of rules for the common man and celebrities? And the paparazzi, how, how are they responsible? What are they playing to all this? I think the media is really hyping this up more than what it has to be with all situations from Nicole Richie to uh, uh, Anna Nicole Smith to Paris Hilton, God rest her soul, Anna Nicole Smith. But it's just too much. And here to help me today is my special friend, she is an awesome person. She's helped me out so much through the years. She served as a Nashville correspondent for People Magazine for nearly a decade, and her work has appeared in InStyle, New York, USA Today, Rolling Stone, and other publications. She's interviewed some beasts now. Listen to this. The Reverend Billy Graham, President 
Carter, Laura Bush, Al Gore, Andy Griffith, B.B. King, and John Grisham, who is a great author, and, oh, by the way, me. So I would like to introduce to my world Beverly Kill. Beverly Hey, baby, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you for taking time out today. I appreciate this. Oh, I'm excited. And when we have a, a perfect day following Paris Hilton's weekend in jail. Yeah, let's let's talk about that. What what is first of all? How does that happen? How does somebody you know get 45 days reduced to 23 and out in three? Well, it, I couldn't believe when they released her. You would have thought if anything they would have made an example of her and because of the right. high profile nature of the case they they wouldn't cut her any slack and now i read today that some prisoners visitors are complaining that her sister nikki hilton and old boyfriend didn't have to wait to go visit paris while others were waiting an hour and a half to go see their inmates so it's wow. it's just crazy the privileges of a celebrity, huh? I think that's right. And, and you know, the sad part about it is, is that, you know, prison doesn't always hurt celebrities. In fact, this may boost her career even more. Oh, well, you know, she she talked to Barbara Walters yesterday and said that she, you know, she's a different person now. She used to act dumb, but that's no longer cute, and she's going to make a difference with her life. So she'll probably come out, write a book, you know. Yeah, for millions of dollars. Right. For going right. to prison. Right, right. Uh, unbelievable. So, so where does where, where does the responsibility come in for celebrities? First of all, you've covered celebrities for the past ten years, right? So, in our society today, we are enamored with the lifestyle of celebrities. Kind of talk about that a little bit. Well, and why the societies? It seemed like ten years ago this wouldn't be huge news because she really hasn't done anything. She is not an actress. She's not a singer. She's a socialite in, in Hollywood who gets paid to go to parties. Right. What's interesting is all the people that you mentioned, Nicole Richie, Anna Nicole Sith, and Paris Hilton, they've never actually done anything to warrant the fame in terms of uh, creative expression or a body of work. They're all just tabloid figures. And I'm sure there's always from time to time been tabloid figures. But now because of the uh, proliferation of media outlets and, you know, these celebrity magazines sell these shows bring in ratings mm-hmm. and um and you know the paparazzi gets big bucks they get you know uh, tens if not hundreds of thousands of dollars for these photos so that's mm-hmm. why there's that that feeding oh. frenzy but it's it's crazy and actually i thought after september 11th that it would cool down that oh. we would that we would we would be done with celebrity, back to reality, and it's the opposite. It's yeah, it seems like reality television has picked up. I mean, I can't talk about reality. I mean, I have right. reality TV, but it seems like, you know, it's, it's nothing real out there right now, and it's a sad case when you look at it. Well, it's interesting. We all know, you know, how many days Paris Hilton will spend in jail, but we don't know how many soldiers have been killed in Iraq. Yeah, yeah. There's so much more going on in the world today than, you know, we're following Paris around like she was Michael Jackson or somebody. You know, it's, it's unreal. Now, I do believe there are stories, for whatever reason, that, that capture the national media attention, whether it's, you know, trying to rescue coal mine, trapped coal mine workers or baby mm-hmm. Jessica in the well. And, and obviously the O.J. Simpson story was huge. And the, the Paris Hilton story is that way. I mean, everybody's talking about it. Mm-hmm. So it's not just that the media is writing about it, but no one's really interested. Everybody's talking about it. It's the craziest thing. Yeah, well, it seems like that's all you see on TV, though. Absolutely Nobody wouldn't talk about it if it wasn't on CNN uh, every six seconds and what she's wearing and how she's going to make the uh, ankle bracelet a fashion thing now. It's it's absolutely pathetic, you know, and uh, it's like, well, who's really responsible? I know it's big bucks in this stuff. You know, with you've got magazines like OK and Touch, uh, Star Magazine. I mean, you've got all the right. starlets on, on the front cover. But at what point do you say, okay, this is a fantasy here? You, you know, this is not really inspiring anyone. But at some point it does become a, a legitimate news story. When she went back to jail, that made the front page of the New York Times magazine. Mm-hmm. Now, what's interesting is Anderson Cooper on CNN will not mention her name. He vowed a long time ago. And so this past week, like like Thursday, um, 
he, he started a show saying, now I know that I, I vowed not to say her name, but there's been a happening. And then he, he brought on a reporter who then talked about it. But, mm-hmm. but, he w- but I think there was a real sense of anger and outrage when she was released from prison. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everyone was outraged. Yeah. My that, dog was outraged. That, that this was finally enough. She's gotten away with too much. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a spoiled brat who gets away with everything. And my, my question is, where are their parents in all of this? Who who are, who are the, the guardians that 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 they're saying? Look, you can't be doing this stuff. You know, you look at Lindsay Lohan and her her right, life, how that right. took a tailspin for the worse. Where are the parents in all of this? Well, it's interesting because when I was uh, I don't know ten or fifteen years ago, I worked at a record company and we worked with we had ten uh, year old triplets and their eleven year old brother, and they always said any time with with kid actors when the or athletes. You know there's trouble when the parent quits his or her job. Mm-hmm. You know, when the parent's job is to make money off their children, they then make decisions in the best interest of the finances of the family and not the child. But don't you think that if the, the child is out drinking all night, um, doing drugs, getting in trouble with the law, that at some point that income is going to stop coming in, that they have to say, you know, I'm the parent here and this is not good for you, not just... Just talk about it, but 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 really force the issue on the on the, uh, on the child. I know at some point you're you get to be 21, you're old enough, but hey, you know your life your life is at stake here. Well, you know, my mom didn't stop being a mom when I turned 21. Mm-hmm. I mean, even at 31 yeah. or 41, if I acted a fool, she'd bust me in the head, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, I think often with some of these parents, like Drew Barrymore's mother, Lindsay Lohan's mother, their child is the ticket to these A-list Hollywood parties. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to curtail their child's partying. That's right. You're right. You're right. Well, you want to take a quick break, Beverly, and when we come back, we're going to talk some more celebrity lifestyle, the ups and downs of Beverly Beverly Kill and the Minotaur. Stay tuned. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. The Kerry Douglas Show, with the CEO of Worldwide Music Incorporated and the founder and publisher of Gospel Truth Magazine, Kerry Douglas. By tuning in weekly, you will gain insight, tips, and tools to help get your career started. From how to market yourself to distribution of your product, learn the power of faith-based marketing and much more on The Kerry Douglas Show. Join Kerry each week with guests from the gospel music industry, entrepreneurs, speakers, and authors as they discuss faith-based news, events, and trends. The Kerry Douglas Show with Kerry Douglas broadcasts each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, and is brought to you by Gospel Truth Magazine and Worldwide Music Incorporated on the Voice America channel. The Kerry Douglas Show with Kerry Douglas, your premier source for faith based entertainment, news, events, and trends. There is a difference between someone who lets life happen to them and someone who steps up and makes things happen. That person is a player, not just in the realm of athletics, but in all aspects of life. Are you ready to step up? Are you ready to start on a journey to a new lifestyle that will make you stronger, healthier, and more confident? Are you ready to be a player? Then explore the EGX experience at www.egxlifestyle.com. Let Eddie George help get your mind, body, and spirit fused and focused. If you're ready, log on to egxlifestyle.com to begin a journey to a better life through exercise, diet, and wellness. Join with Eddie George to create a personal plan for your success, and he'll help you discover the best you can be. Visit egxlifestyle.com and begin your journey with greatness today. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. 
You're listening to Radio by George with your host, Eddie George. If you have a question for Eddie or his guest or would like to simply join the conversation, call now. The toll-free number is 1-866-472-5788. That number again, 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to Radio by George. And welcome back to Radio by George. I'm on with my special guest, Beverly Kill. Beverly, you're getting married in a couple of weeks, right? In December. Oh. Yes. Oh, you getting nervous? No, no. <laughs> Got the wedding dress all pick, picked out I, and everything? Yes, I do have the wedding dress and the cake, and we're doing a little bit every every week, so it's it's exciting. So I won't see you on any episodes of Bridezilla, will I? No, I'm actually the opposite. I'm <laughs> the most good. laid back. I'm like, um, I don't know, what do you think? That's sort of my motto in planning my wedding. Yeah, 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 just take it all in stride. And yeah. My wedding day was uh, was wonderful, I have to admit, but that was the longest walk <laughs> I've had to take down an aisle, and I was just thinking every step, like, oh, my gosh, am I going to make it? Am I going to pass out? What am I doing it? <laughs> Oh man, I hope I can get my words out straight. <laughs> you know, so, but I made it through it. It was it was good. But uh, we have a, a caller calling in, uh, Jonathan Cameron from D.C. Jonathan, are you there? I am. Hey, how you doing? Oh, good, Eddie. How are you? I'm doing fine, man. Thanks for calling in. Do you have any comments or questions? Um, actually, I had a had a couple comments about um. Well, number one, I actually uh, I graduated from Fork Union. Ah. And uh, <laughs> um. I uh, I played for uh, Mickey Sullivan, uh-huh. as, as, as you did, but obviously I'm I'm not with the uh, the fame and fortune that that comes along with it. <laughs> now, what year was this? Uh, I actually graduated in, in '98. Um, I actually okay. met you in the fall of '97 when you came down uh-huh. with uh, with your mother. Okay, okay, okay. For the uh, for I think it was like an alumni uh, sports banquet. Uh huh. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But um, but anyway, uh, on the subject of uh, Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie, and I'm going to bring Jessica Simpson in, in this as well. Uh, okay, bring her uh, on in. <laughs> <laughs> even though she's been very successful and she she's a self starter, um, you know Jessica's uh, father is actually her manager. Uh-huh. So you know anything and everything needs to go through um, her father for her. So he's making a lot of money off the right. deal as well. So that was your that's your comment is that the, the father is making money or he's there as yeah, a support yeah, system yeah, for her. Correct. I mean, it's it's almost like um, you know anything that has to deal with Jessica, it has to go through her father, and her father's making you know tons of money off of, off of uh, off of Jessica. So it's it's family wealth. Yeah, family um, wealth. That's not all bad though. What's that? You know, that's not a bad thing. You know, as far as you know, within the family, some people may look at that as a negative. Well, he's taking advantage of his daughter. Mm-hmm. You know, where you really don't know how it's set up as far as, well, he may get a cut of it, or you, you, just don't, you really don't know the setup of how, how it is. Yeah, true, yeah. That, you know, I'm but not, uh, but I really don't see her, you know, acting wild with knives to the throat. Or, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. You know, something in her mouth. You, you just don't see that out of Jessica. She's a little airhead. You know, we can all see that, but... Yeah, she definitely wants her manners. Yeah. Do you have any yeah. other questions for uh, for Beverly? Um, actually, no. I, I just wanted to comment on uh, on Paris. How you know how she's pretty much acting like a fool and in, yeah. in the in the public's uh, eye, and you know, j- just uh, just like your your co-host um, said, you know, she she's being ridiculous, and mm-hmm. um, and her her father really made her name. No, no question. I don't know one thing that she's done uh, that was spectacular, other than the sex tape, and I haven't seen it. <laughs> I mean, really, honestly, what has she done? I was saying that's hot, you know, every other sentence. So I, I don't know, man. You know? Yeah, it's, 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 it's almost like it's entertainment. Oh, that's all she, it is. She just likes to entertain everybody. Yes, you're exactly right. Well, Jonathan, thanks for, for calling in, man, and, and go and go, Fuma, man. <laughs> you're a real tough man for coming out of that. I, I give you that. Much props, man. Thanks for calling in. Okay, no problem. Take care. Yeah, just like Jonathan talked about, uh, Beverly, you know, where where do we go now? Well, I, you know, it's interesting. Um, I was just looking on the, the Internet, and Jamie Lee Curtis has just written something blasting Paris Hilton's parents saying, where are they? Mm. And she's noting that if you look at the top three stars today, which would be Paris Hilton, Lindsay Lohan, Britney Spears, 
Mark. you know, one is in prison, one is in rehab, and the other is battling mental illness. Yes, yeah. And, and yeah. you know, where are their parents? And she says that, if, you know, if the parents don't teach them their lessons, the universe will. Mm. Mm. But if you, if, you know, if, and, and she also points out that, that the parents of today often encourage their children, never tell them no, everything they do is great. Right. And then we're going to have adults who, who've never been told no. Mm-hmm. That you know, they think that they're entitled, and and this is you, this is what happens. Yeah, and you see that they feel like they're above the law, and our society, you're seeing that um, that they're getting away with murder when she goes in for supposedly 23 days and comes out in three. So my question: Are there two sets of rules, one for the common folk and celebrities? I think often there are. If you look when uh, when Mel Gibson was arrested, mm-hmm. they had a very uh, sanitized police report. Remember that did not have all that happened, all the bad things he said. Right. And somehow the real police report surfaced. Had that not surfaced, he probably would have gotten off scot free. Mm-hmm. Um, it is interesting though with with all the media attention now that comes with celebrities when they get in trouble. It's it's front page news, so it's not like it can be just you know silenced and and paper shuffled and it forgotten. Yeah, it's it's magnified to the tenth degree. It's 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 big news. You know, it's a, it's a huge responsibility to be a public figure, uh, and, and it's in society today because you know with given the uh, the uh, technology nowadays, people taking pictures on phones and videos. And right. I, you know, it, it was amazing to me how the pictures of Lindsay Lohan and, uh, and the other young lady's name, uh, yeah, Vanessa um, Milano, mm-hmm. how they were, it was clear as day, up close and personal, and it got out into the media. How, how did those pictures leak out? I don't, I don't understand that, but it's amazing that you now have to really watch your P's and Q's, watch what you do. Even, even if that was a joke, it's taken totally out of context. Well, no. any any time that I meet with young uh, performers, I always tell them, look, you will have no secrets. Mm-hmm. Everything you do will be known. Because even if you're out on the road, there are, because when you're famous, everybody knows you. So there's there's waiters, there's hotel clerks, hairdressers, crew people, whatever. Right. You know, and now you've got uh, camera phones. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, if you don't want it in the paper, don't do it. That's right. That's right, and you would think that you would be on your P's and Q's, but again, I just think it's a different mindset out in Hollywood in general. You know, I've worked out there the past few years. I've been out there throughout my career, and it's a different air, uh, I guess, when you come across certain people of Hollywood that they really believe who they are. You know, you look in the mirror like, yeah, that that's me. Right. And you really start to believe that, and you lose touch with... Um, the the humanity side of of who you are and, and the values and that you have and you just don't see that I just don't see uh, like you said the top three stars in the, in, in the world in terms of celebrity are you know one's in rehab one's in jail and one has mental issues and our young girls today are looking at this and what does it say about society where Paris Hilton goes to prison and gets paid so when the young child sees that oh I want to be like Paris Hilton I'm right. going to do a sex tape and get in trouble and go to jail, and I'm going to write a book about it. You know, it's it's you get rewarded for doing bad things, and I, I just think that's that's a bit ridiculous. Well, but you know, it's also the same in the the pro sports world. Oh yeah, lots of uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, lots of young athletes come into <laughs> big sums of money, fame. It goes to their heads, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and everybody, as long as you're winning, everybody caters to you. That's right. That's right. So, so how did you how did you not screw up? I mean, <laughs> did, were you just smart enough to make good decisions, or you just weren't tempted? You know, I, I grew up. Uh, my parent, my mom was there. My father was was absent. My my grandmother was always there. But I grew up in a time where if I was in the neighborhood and I acted a fool, or I was out in the streets acting up, my next door neighbor would spank me, and then I would be sent home and get spanked. Or, you know, I grew up watching. You know, guys like Jerry Rice, uh, Barry Sanders, Michael Jordan, Irvin Johnson, athletes that, that love to play the game, that didn't get in trouble. I mean, yeah, it's a different time and era in terms of technology. We can, uh, you know, uh, Yahoo somebody or Google somebody and find all the information about them. 
but you know it's uh, a group in a different time, and it's scary, you know, to see some of our so-called role models and how much trouble they're getting into. You know, you talk about certain athletes. You talk about Pac-Man Jones in Tennessee. You talk about Michael Vick in Atlanta. You know, these are good. They're good players on the football field, but yet they find themselves in precarious situations that doesn't bode well for your celebrity status or after your playing days to continue to parlay it into other things. So for me, you know, I always had in my mind of how I wanted, how I looked at myself, how who I wanted to emulate. I wanted to emulate myself after the great ones like uh, Muhammad Ali and, and some of the great athletes that you see. Tiger Woods just handle things with humility and grace because I've learned that you'll receive more if you handle it that way than to think it's all about you. Because if it stops at you, you have no way of processing and moving forward and ability to learn if it just stops at you. So that's why that's what I've learned. Well, it seems to me with some of these celebrities today, like Paris Hilton, uh, that they don't have any shame about what no, they've done. No, no, at all. At all. She was in the... I'm sorry to cut you off, but you can tell I'm passionate yeah. about this topic. But, you know, she she had no no sense at all. She's in the magazine in a uh, in a, uh, a a jail suit, a black and white jail suit in fashion. And, you know, it's just like no regard for for, uh, for, for law, for the law at all. No right, respect. Right, right. So, oh, we're, we're up on the break. And uh, we're going to talk some more um, lifestyle and uh, the rich and famous uh, when we come back in a minute with Beverly Kill. Stick around, Beth. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. There is a difference between someone who lets life happen to them and someone who steps up and makes things happen. That person is a player, not just in the realm of athletics, but in all aspects of life. Are you ready to step up? Are you ready to start on a journey to a new lifestyle that will make you stronger, healthier, and more confident? Are you ready to be a player? Then explore the EGX experience at www.egxlifestyle.com. Let Eddie George help get your mind, body, and spirit fused and focused. If you're ready, log on to egxlifestyle.com to begin a journey to a better life through exercise, diet, and wellness. Join with Eddie George to create a personal plan for your success, and he'll help you discover the best you can be. Visit egxlifestyle.com and begin your journey with greatness today. Everything you want to be, everything you want to do, and everything you want to have is right at your fingertips. People think that accomplishing their goals has to be difficult, but guess what? It isn't. All you need are the right tools and a map. And that's what author, professional speaker, and now talk radio host Sharman Lane is offering you. Join Sharman Wednesday afternoons at 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel for Success Made Simple. You'll be given the principles to success as written in her latest book, The Seven Secrets to Create Your Fate. Listen live to Success Made Simple, where you will find out how to set your goals, how to determine the steps needed to reach them, and overcome obstacles like fear and procrastination along the way. That's Success Made Simple every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific with Charmin Lane, right here on the Voice America channel. Live and let die. 50% of Americans die of heart attacks and strokes. 35% of Americans die of cancer. Take control of your health destiny. Tune into Nutritional Wisdom with nationally recognized nutritional expert and board-certified family physician Joel Furman, MD. Each week, Dr. Furman and his guests teach how nutritional excellence can prevent and reverse diseases and feature successful recoveries utilizing nutritional and natural methods. In contrast with fad diets, understanding nutrient density is the foundation of Dr. Furman's Eat to Live program, necessary for both permanent weight reduction and a healthy, long life. 
Nutritional Wisdom with Dr. Joel Furman broadcasts each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Nutritional Wisdom. Control your health destiny. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to Radio by George with your host, Eddie George. If you have a question for Eddie or his guest or would like to simply join the conversation, call now. The toll-free number is 1-866-472-5788. That number again, 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to Radio by George. And welcome back to Radio by George. I'm joined with Beverly Keel, here with me today talking about the lifestyle, the rich and famous, per, uh, actually talking about Paris Hilton more than anything, but I'm going to switch gears a little bit, Bev. Okay. I'm going to talk about a man that, uh, I'm a huge fan of this guy, uh, Isaiah Washington on Grey's Anatomy. And right. I am appalled, I am sick that my man is not coming back. He was the core of the show, and I really don't like where this is going. Do you think... Or do you believe that they made the right decision by not bringing him back based off of his so-called comments? Well, what we don't know is what the environment was like on the set after all that happened. I mean, if it was such that there was so much anger and resentment that people couldn't work with him, Mm -hmm. you know, just like if there was one guy on the team that like a Pac-Man Jones, not that I'm comparing but the two, but he was talented though. But right, but brought brought such baggage into the onto the field. So I don't know. Um, I was sort of surprised, actually. I thought maybe the that the storm had passed mm-hmm. and everything was going to be okay. But it, it sounds like there was such um, anger within the cast that maybe they couldn't yeah. move forward. But I yeah. loved his character. Yeah, oh, man, Burke was awesome, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah. Oh, he brought so much to the table. I mean, even in the little scenes, I, that was my man. But we have a, a caller online. We have Dan from Fort Union, Virginia online. Hey. Hey, hello, Fort, hey, what's up, Fuma? How's it going, Eddie? It's Dan Thompson here at Fuma. Hey, how you, how you doing, man? Good, good. Yeah. Uh, the show sounds great. I was I was curious, your reaction, talking about the, the athletes and obviously what's going on in the NFL today. And I remember Charles Barkley uh, with his comment that I'm not a role a role model, mm-hmm. you know, the parents should be raising their kids, not basketball players. And and I was curious what you thought about that whole role model uh, idea. Do you, because you're in the limelight, do you think you have a responsibility to, to live a certain way? Is that part of the cost of celebrity? Or was Charles right? Uh, you know, he plays basketball, parents raise kids. No, he, he is correct in making that statement, um, you know, that you do play basketball and your parents are supposed to raise your children. However... There is a sense of responsibility there for an an athlete who's been who has a spotlight. Anytime you have a spotlight and have an opportunity to inspire others, whether that be on the football field, baseball field, in a uh, a studio booth, or whatever it may be, there's responsibility there to to demonstrate to the to younger kids of what it is to handle um, adversity and handle success. And I, I believe personally that. Yeah, I am a role model. I may not want it. I may not perceive myself to be that way, and that's okay. But there is a sense of responsibility there because guess what? The kids that are, are supporting you and the, the parents that are supporting you are paying you week in and week out in terms of the ticket sales and buying your jerseys. and it, it, that, that stuff makes a difference. And it's not about making money, but it's about people embracing the human side of somebody. It's not about playing basketball. I mean, you look at the comparison with Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan, okay? You look at those two guys. They're equally, you know, you could say their basketball games are, 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 are comparable. But what makes the difference between Michael and Kobe is how Michael handled success, how he handled adversity with humility, with grace, versus Kobe, who's had some rough points in his life, you know, in terms of the, the, the trial and he can't get along with his teammates, he's not a team player. He's talented, they're both equally talented, but not on the same level. So it makes a difference. And Michael embraced being a role model. So I hope I answered your question. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And and I was curious from from Beverly as well. It looks she's interviewed some some fabulous oh, yeah. people. I wonder as a as a journalist, can she identify what's different between the the, the Kobe Bryant's and the and the Michael Jordans as, as the way they they handle themselves, handle the press. 
handle the attention, looking at it, you know, as a as a writer and journalist? Well, I think they're just different people. And um, I believe success makes you more of what you already are. So if you're a nice guy, like an Eddie George, like a Vince Gill, like a Tom Hanks, you're even nicer. And if you're a jerk, you're an even bigger jerk. And it, it and it gives you a license to be a jerk because if you, you know, if you worked at a Walmart, you would be fired if you treated people like that. But if you're a star athlete, you have you can get away with it as long as you produce on the field or on the court. And Beverly, let me ask you this: Do you do you believe that athletes should be our our role models? Well, the fact or, is, or celebrities they, in general. The, the fact is, they are role models. Whether or not they choose to accept it, they are. And it's, they're in the public eye, and we can only know about people who were in the public eye. There are lots of doctors and lawyers and business people and teachers and, and preachers who do great things, but we don't know about them. And the media creates these, these people who are role models. For instance, I went to a, a fifth or sixth grade school with Kelly Pickler, who was on American Idol, mm-hmm. and the kids went crazy over her. You know, they didn't notice me. They don't know who I am. You know, so it doesn't matter that I've worked hard and tried to be a good person for 20 years. I'm not on TV. Right. And a TV is such a powerful tool, and it's in everybody's house. We think we know them. And, uh, and then the flip side that Kelly Pickler's had to deal with is that she, she's 20 years old and she's famous, so when she goes in a bar underage, it makes news. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it can be hard for for young stars to deal with the pressure, but they also get perks. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Dan, do you have any more questions or comments? No, thank you. I'll sit back and enjoy the rest of the show. Hey, Dan, thank you for following in, man, and uh, go FUMA, man. Yeah, you guys take care. <laughs> All right. Man, I'm getting a lot of FUMA love. <laughs> <laughs> man, in case you don't know what uh, FUMA is, it's Fort Union Military Academy. That's where I went to uh, school in my high school years. Had a lot of great years there. When I was there, I didn't totally appreciate it, but now that I'm out, that's exactly what I needed. I would recommend anyone um, to go to Fort Union Military Academy. Great people. They embrace you. Obviously, they support you through the years. So, actually, that's been my first two callers <laughs> that have been on the show from Fort Union. But uh, moving along, back to Isaiah. Uh, so what do you think is next for him? I have no idea. He has certainly dug a hole for himself um, because the problem is this is what he'll be identified at. Now, America is very forgiving and has a short memory. So if he lands another role and does good or or if he does something to redeem himself, um, but also he needs to apologize and then move on and not be identified by that. um, Well, I think think he did apologize. Yes. He did apologize. He moved on. I thought they would let bygones be bygones. And if he doesn't get a job, I, I, I mean, I think that's sad. You know, how would you compare this to the Imus situation? To the what situation? Imus. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, well, you know what? Hold that thought. Okay. Got a break coming up, and we'll we'll talk about Imus and Isaiah Washington. How they compare or differ? In a minute, y'all. So stay tuned. the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787, Hello? and ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. There is a difference between someone who lets life happen to them and someone who steps up and makes things happen. That person is a player, not just in the realm of athletics, but in all aspects of life. Are you ready to step up? Are you ready to start on a journey to a new lifestyle that will make you stronger, healthier, and more confident? Are you ready to be a player? Then explore the EGX experience at www.egxlifestyle.com. Let Eddie George help get your mind, body, and spirit fused and focused. If you're ready, log on to egxlifestyle.com to begin a journey to a better life through exercise, diet, and wellness. 
success. Join with Eddie George to create a personal plan for your success, and he'll help you discover the best you can be. Visit egxlifestyle.com and begin your journey with greatness today. In the ever-changing world of real estate, Mark Heller and Brian Church bring to Internet Talk Radio all the latest information, trends, and changes in the real estate market. And these guys pull no punches. That's Real Estate Talk with Mark Heller and Brian Church every Sunday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America channel. Everything you want to be, everything you want to do, and everything you want to have is right at your fingertips. People think that accomplishing their goals has to be difficult, but guess what? It isn't. All you need are the right tools and a map. And that's what author, professional speaker, and now talk radio host Sharman Lane is offering you. Join Sharman Wednesday afternoons at 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel for Success Made Simple. You'll be given the principles to success as written in her latest book, The Seven Secrets to Create Your Fate. Listen live to Success Made Simple, where you will find out how to set your goals, how to determine the steps needed to reach them, and overcome obstacles like fear and procrastination along the way. That's Success Made Simple every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific with Charmin Lane, right here on the Voice America channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to Radio by George with your host, Eddie George. If you have a question for Eddie or his guest or would like to simply join the conversation, call now. The toll-free number is 1-866-472-5788. That number again, 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to Radio by George. And welcome back to Radio by George. We're approaching our last segment, which is my fun, my favorite segment <laughs> of the show. Uh, but before we get into that, I'm going to let you finish up your, your comparison between Isaiah Washington and Imus, and we're going to take a caller. And uh, so please finish your thought. Well, I think the big difference is that everybody heard what Don Imus said, mm-hmm. and no one heard what Isaiah Washington exactly. said. That was said, uh, we, we, we don't really know what was said. There are reports, but, um, and also Don Imus's comments, you know, were negative for, uh, women and women of color, mm-hmm. and whereas Washington's was for homosexuals, and people in this country don't get as upset about homosexual slurs. Right. Uh, which is unfortunate. But, um, you know, when Cracker Barrel, the national chain years ago, was, acu- was accused of discriminating against homosexuals, their stock actually went up for a little bit. So, right. yeah, which is sad again. But um, I don't, I, I don't know that Isaiah Washington was famous enough in terms of being a household name that it could end his career. Now, had he been huge. But I, th- I think what he needs to do is sit down with a Barbara Walters or Larry King, you know, and mm-hmm. and talk. I mean, that's in our world, a public apology means, unfortunately, hitting the talk show circuit. And I think that's what he'll have to do. Do you think Imus will get a job? Do you think he'll surface up somewhere, resurface? I do. I think he'll surface on satellite radio. That's my guess. Mm-hmm. Do you think he deserves to be back on the, on the radio after what he said? Um. I, well. I, that's a tough one. Um, I, I believe he has a lot of fans, and there's a there's a, a market for him. I don't believe he meant what he said. I think he was just trying to be funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he meant it in his heart. Um, and I, I spent some time with him. I spent three days with him a couple of years ago in New Mexico. Mm-hmm. And the Don Imus that I saw is not racist. Okay. Now he is an equal opportunity offender. Mm-hmm. He says horrible things about everyone. Mm-hmm. So different um, than Howard Stern or somebody like that. Exact. Right. Right. I mean, he says horrible things about everybody. I mean, it's interesting that he got away with it up until this point. Everybody was fine with it up until now. Mm-hmm. And I think it was because before he was mostly talking about famous people, and in this instance, it was essentially non-famous 
yeah. girl, college girls, still young, you know, young women, uh, who had done nothing wrong except succeed. Yeah. So uh, I, I believe Imus will be back. I, I wouldn't count him out because he has a very big fan base. Okay. Well, uh, we're going to take a caller, Thais from Nashville. Thais, you there? Yes, hi. How are you? I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm doing just fine. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. Thanks for, your, for allowing me to call. The barometric pressure, I think, is low, so I'm a little hoarse today, but I'm so excited to have an opportunity to talk with you. Okay. Um, yes, I just wanted to say that um, I heard you say at the beginning of the show that the EGX video was finally being released. Yes, yes it is. I am so excited. I was at the All About Women show here in Nashville, and uh-huh. you did the workout, and uh, I think it was probably 30 minutes. I don't even know if it lasted that long, but it seemed mm-hmm. to have lasted forever. <laughs> at, that, <laughs> at that time, I was training for the Nike Women's Marathon, and uh-huh. I think that 30-minute workout was probably worse than any of those very long 19-mile runs. <laughs> did you have a good time? That's all that matters. I enjoyed the workout during the workout, but I must admit I was extremely sore afterwards. <laughs> so I'm excited. I think it's going to be a um, video and um, really, really user-friendly. So uh, well, congratulations, thank you. and I'm excited. Appreciate it, Ty. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. Okay. Bye-bye. We're going to take one more caller. We have uh, Lamont from North Carolina, North Kakalaki. You on? I am on. How are you? How you doing, Lamont? How you doing today, man? I'm well. I hope you are, man. Appreciate it, man. You got any comments or, or questions? Sure. Actually, I uh, want to make a um, want to make a statement. Actually, I want to congratulate you on um, actually um, defeating that uh, that GMAT. Uh, I myself had some <laughs> had some challenges with that back in the day, but you know, I uh, I defeated it as well, and I went on and uh, did my thing and got my MBA. Actually, working on it now and getting ready to actually. Um, Finished my MBA and graduate in about six weeks. So congratulations, man! Thanks, man. So I know how tough that is, brother to brother. I know how tough that was because Thank it's you very a much. easy thing. No, it wasn't. And uh, in fact, man, I just um, got accepted into Kellogg. All right, sounds yeah, great. Yeah, so I'll, I'll be starting that in the uh, in the in the winter of uh, of 08, So I'm very excited about that, man. But I appreciate it, man. Do you have any questions or comments at all? Yeah, well, I just want to make a comment about the um, you know the Isaiah uh, Washington situation and. Um, you know what I wanted to say about Isaiah is that uh, I did expect just a little more from him. Uh, you know, coming from a race of uh, people who have who's been uh, discriminated against uh, for so many years, that I thought he would understand discrimination at any level a little better, a little better than than, than other folks might. And so, therefore, I, you know, <clears throat> I, I think that it, I think that we can't tolerate discrimination in any form. That's right. Because if you just if you if you tolerate it in any form, then uh, you never know uh, which group will be targeted next. And mm-hmm. you know, in coming from uh, the African American community, <clears throat> that you know we've been discriminated against uh, you know for years. And and I think that you know the majority of us share uh, you know some sympathy in that area of, of of discrimination. And that you know no matter what group it is, that uh, we can definitely sympathize with discrimination uh, of. You know, of any kind of or any race, creed, or color. So, yeah. um, so I just had a little, I just had a little more uh, expectations from him, from that coming from you know an, an, an era where he probably was uh, discriminated against himself, and and to know personally how that that feels on a regular basis. So, yeah. Well, th- well, thank you for your comments, Lamar. I appreciate it. Okay, man. Yeah. Well, you, you heard it from him. I mean, you, I guess you. I, I was shocked to, to hear him say the things that he said. I think that. Isaiah has come a long way, you know. I recall watching some of his early movies, and you just appreciate his talent, what he brings as an artist. And it's just a shame to see finally he got a break on a on a nationally televised show, which was huge in numbers and very popular, only to now try to start off at ground one. So I hope he learns a lot from this. Well, I think the public perception is he had no remorse, and I think also people think that he lied. When he said he didn't say it, when indeed he did. Yeah. So he's got to do a little PR work, but That's I think nice. I don't think I think he could dig himself out of it. Yeah, I think so too. I think the the cream will rise to the top, and you, you live and learn. Those things happen, and you know this whole show is really based about you know inspiring people, and and uh, I just hope you know these, these actors, actresses, parents, whoever gets their stuff together. 
But uh, we're reaching a point in our show, Beverly, where this is my favorite part. I, I love this. I mean, I know that you've interviewed some, some great people in your lifetime. And uh, now is your chance oh, no. <laughs> to get interviewed. Oh, no. Okay? Here are my fabulous five questions. Okay. They're based off of my man, uh, uh, Marcel Proust. Okay. And they're, they're open-ended questions. There's no right or wrong answer. So are you ready? Yes. For the questions. You ready? Yes. All right. Question number one. What's the difference between who you think you are and how others perceive you? Um, I think others perceive me as uh, more together than I think that I am. And I hope others perceive me as thinner than I think I am. I can only hope. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's your answer. I guess, yeah. Hey, hey, again, this is this is about you. Yeah, this is about yeah. you, and, and no, I'm not going to say your words. Let you answer. That. Okay. All right. Next question. What's your favorite song lyric? Oh, um, my favorite song lyric is. Um, I believe it's from a song, You Don't Know Me, written by Eddie Arnold and Cindy Walker. Um, you give your hand to me, and I say hello. I can hardly speak. My heart is beating so. And it goes on, but you will never know. Uh, you don't know me. It's about unrequited love. Okay. What's the worst gift you've ever received or given? Oh, um... Well, I, I will tell you, my uh, fiancé's first Valentine's gift to me, probably, he's going to kill me for saying this and doesn't even know I feel this way, probably ranks up there. I, I was expecting, he, we both collect folk art. I was expecting jewelry, something romantic and feminine, and he gives me a big, scary uh, folk art painting. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> that looks like it's kind of a, a monster or something. <laughs> you know what I expected. <laughs> okay. If you could, which moment from your life would you choose to relive? Um, My uh, dinner for my 18th birthday because it was the last real conversation I had with my father who died two days later. Mm. That was an easy one. Okay. And the final question. And we got two minutes to close here. Is there only one soulmate for each person? Um, no. How about that? Okay, that's your answer. Yeah, yeah, okay. I, yeah. I, I think there are um, many souls that you can get along with. I'm not sure there's just one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, there you have it, uh, Beverly. I thank you. So so much. Well, thank you. This was today. fun. I had a great time talking with you. I want to thank everybody for calling in from Fork Union. Uh, it was great talking to you guys, and, and please continue to listen in each and every week. Um, and basically, go on uh, online, get your DVD, egxlifestyle.com. Uh, go to the comments section, and, and please uh, get a DVD. Until next time, same hour, same place. I'm Eddie George, and that's my word. Bye, George. I'm out. Peace. We hope you have enjoyed this week's episode of Radio by George. If you have a question or comment for Eddie and just can't wait until next Monday, you can email him at info at radiobygeorge.com. Selected emails will be read on the air so your voice can be heard worldwide. Be sure to listen live every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America channel. See you next week.